0: Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com.
1: Hey, everybody. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week we'll hear from Mountain View's own Dave Branscombe, a fine singer and multi-instrumentalist with an interesting repertoire of songs and tunes. We'll also take a trip down into the vault to hear Mark Jones' Pick of the Week from our archives. And Charlie Sandage will fill us in on some history of the Ozark Folk Center. All that and more this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. We're mighty lucky here at the Ozark Folk Center to have a core group of really fine musicians living right here in Stone County, Arkansas, who can appear regularly on our evening programs. One fellow who comes to mind right away is Dave Branscombe. Dave plays several different guitar styles, including that fine thumb picking that was developed by the late Merle Travis, and he plays a mean clawhammer banjo as well. Let's start our show off with six fine songs from Dave Branscombe's repertoire.
2: Here we go.
3: I'm from Carraway, Arkansas. That's in uh, between Jonesboro and Blyville and in the, in the uh, St. Francis Delta. Uh, raised up there on a little 38-acre farm. Stayed there until I was a grown man. And uh, raised up chopping and picking cotton and uh, fishing in uh, the little drainage ditches and sometimes over in the St. Francis River. It was a good upbringing. Uh, we uh, had uh, good parents, uh, hard working.
4: i a
3: My mother had, uh, she had a a younger sister named Ruby who taught me a few chords on the guitar when I was like five or six years old. Well, I never really, I didn't have any uh, training or anyone to show me. Uh, I always had an interest in playing the guitar, but I I didn't really take it seriously until I was 30 years old uh, in my early 30s when I married uh, my childhood sweetheart, uh, Adam A. Richardson, who was a good vocalist. And uh, so we started singing together and I began to take it, Uh, quite seriously then and we formed a band called uh, Delta Grass. I got a real interest in in bluegrass along about uh, 1976 when I first uh, uh, formed Delta Grass and then when Ida and I were married, uh, she joined it in in 1979.
4: And the morseline seems to do no good at all and I would run all the way if I would not fall And I dreamed of a rose in a Spanish garden And I kissed you as I placed it in your hair. And if I'm ever on my feet again, I will I will Southern Cavalry for fun I have rode a thousand Horses always had A way with a gun I'm on the horseless Riders lying still Swallowed up By the cost of Heroes Hill And I dreamed Of a rose in a Spanish Garden And I kissed I dreamed of a road
3: time in my 20s, I discovered Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys, Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs and the Foggy Mountain Boys on the the Martha White TV show, and Earl's three-finger style banjo just really got me hooked on bluegrass. And so that's pretty much the only genre that I've ever uh, uh, taken part in. I'm not, I'm not a musician. I'm not someone that can sit in a, a blues or jazz or even old-time country session and, and be very comfortable.
4: Memories that linger in my heart Memories that make my heart grow cold And my dreams they live again, sweetheart When my blue man again will turn to gold when my blue moon turns to gold again When the rainbow turns the clouds away When my blue moon turns to gold again
3: And speaking of the, uh, the bluegrass term, uh, actually, there's some uh, great deal of debate about when that uh, came about. But it was uh, no doubt Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys uh, were associated with uh, creating what's called bluegrass music. Uh, much of the music that I play uh, was being played many years prior to the term bluegrass ever being coined. My grandfather and, and uh, Uncle Berlin uh, lived over on Southside here. They were playing some of those same old tunes in the 20s and 30s, uh, but they didn't have the sound that uh, came about once Earl Scruggs joined the Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys. That's when it began to have that real distinctive sound that is still uh, prevalent today. But a lot of those songs that I play are not—they're called bluegrass songs, but they were being played long before the term bluegrass had ever been heard. All right, we're going to start off with a Jimmy Rogers tune called "Waiting for a Train" in the key of D, boys.
4: All around the water tank, just a waiting for a train. Thousand miles away from home, just sleeping in the rain. I walked up to the brakeman just to give him a line of talk. Said if you got money, I'll see that you don't walk. I haven't got a nickel, not a penny can I show. Get off, get off you railroad bum, and then he slammed that boxcar door. Will they put me off in Texas The state I dearly love The wide open spaces all around me The moon and stars up above. Nobody seems to want me not to lend me a helping hand. I'm on my way from Frisco. Heading back to Dixie's land, my pocketbook is empty, my heart is full of pain. A thousand miles away from home, just waiting for a train. Yeah, my pocketbook is empty, and my heart is full of pain. Thousand miles away from home just to sleeping in the rain.
1: listening to a set by Mountain View, Arkansas musician Dave Branscombe. Dave started out with a Carter family song When the Roses Bloom in Dixieland, followed by Norman Blake's Last Train from Poor Valley. Dave then sang Last Letter Home and the classic When My Blue Moon Turns to Gold Again, and then finished his set with Jimmy Rogers' Waiting for a Train and a great old fiddle tune called Bill Cheatham. Let's take a short break, after which we'll see what Mark Jones has dug up in this week's From the Vault segment. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Let's take a trip down to the vault right now and see my buddy Mark Jones and see if he's got any good old music for us down there. Hey, Mark,
5: are you down here? You bet. I'm just looking around, trying to find some stuff, and I run across this, and it came from Fox, Arkansas. It was recorded at the folk center, but these folks lived out there close to where you're at, out in Fox. Yeah, who's that? Well, this is uh, Judy Clements and her daughters, Jody and Cheryl.
1: I remember them very well. They, they were some of the first outsiders, I guess you'd say, to move down to Fox. I think they bought their land at Fox about 1968.
5: Okay. Well, I I was wondering. Now, it's on Sutterfield Road, and uh, boy, it's a pretty place out in there.
1: That's right. They bought the Bosenberg place out at the end of the Sutterfield Road. Uh, They came there in 68, and I remember that they bought 80 acres of land for $35 an acre and a pretty nice place, too.
5: You know, uh, Judy, one time she told me when they were moving all their stuff in out there, said that The neighbor, Mary Sutterfield, stood there and watched her and Jean and the kids unloading a U-Haul, just packed full of stuff. And after they got it all unloaded, Mary come up and said, Y'all sure got a lot of stuff. Judy said, Yeah, we do. I guess we brought everything we own with us. Mary looked at her and said, You know, in the winter and you need something, Just come on down to the house, and I'll show you how you can live without it.
1: (laughs) You know, I was thinking this is recorded, I believe, in 1973. That's about the time that I met those young girls, Jody and Cheryl. I think they were only maybe 10 or 11 years old at the time that this was recorded.
5: That's right. I think they were. And, uh, you know, Judy did so much as far as music. She taught so many young kids who have gone on. To Uh, teach other musicians.
1: i bet she taught a thousand people how to play the dulcimer. She was a fine dulcimer player herself and very well loved. She married later on in life and became Judy Klinkhammer, and that's how she was known around here. And unfortunately, we lost her. She passed away last year.
5: Yeah, but uh, I tell you what, why don't we listen to Judy, Jody, and Cheryl singing Where Would I Go But To The Lord? I go.
6: Living below in this old sinful world, hardly.
1: Boy, that's a pretty song, Mark. It takes me back quite a ways to hear those young girls sing that great harmony.
5: It sure does. They're great, great people.
1: Yep. We'll always remember Judy, and a lot of people will too.
5: You bet.
1: Well, thanks a lot, Mark. I'll see you next week. All right. Let's get back to some more music from this week's featured artist, Dave Branscombe. Originally from the Delta area of northeast Arkansas, Dave started playing music during high school, where he put together his first band, the Moonlighters, which he tells me consisted of two guitars and a set of bongos.
4: I wonder if it's raining in the mountains, I wonder how the old town looks today. Does the church still stand down by the river? Could I go back and find where mama lay? Does life still go to sleep just after sunset? Are the berries still that big on the vine? Do old men sit and talk about the old days? The way they did at night? 19- The hills of Tennessee. Oh, 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 it would be so fine if I could just go back to 1949. By chance they might remember a teenage boy so wild and fancy free who always loved guitars and country music. If I went back would well, they remember me? I wonder what became of Catherine Acres, the girl who broke my heart at seventeen. But I can't remember what she looked like But thirty years ago she was my dream Oh, 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 how I'd like to be Back in the hills of Tennessee Oh, 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 it would be so fine If I could just go back to 1949 I don't recall and didn't find, but now I'm searching pictures from my memory for Tennessee in 1949. Oh oh oh, how I'd like to be back in the hills of Tennessee. Oh. If I could just go back to 1949
3: There's no particular type of song or uh, uh, type of lyrics or type of storyline uh, any good song can be made uh fit into the bluegrass genre just as it can be made to fit into uh, country or, or in many cases, pop or other styles of music. Um, one of the great songwriters of our time is Tom T. Hall. And he, he summed it up, and I, I've thought about this a lot. A, a good song is nothing but a good story. And, of course, uh, you may, not, may or may not know this, but I'm quite a storyteller myself. <laughs> I've been accused of such. There'll anyway. be a tune about uh, a young child having a bad dream about her daddy going off to the to work in the mines. Uh, something terrible happened in her dream, and she's afraid she's going to lose her daddy. It's called "Dream of a Miner's Child."
4: I dreamed that the mines were all flaming in fire And the men all fought for their lives Just then the scene changed and the mouth of the mine Was covered with sweet hearts and wives Oh daddy don't I never
3: try to copy anyone. Uh, Many, many good songs that I sit down and and decide I will play, songs that I love. If the phrasing doesn't fit me, uh, if it doesn't come pretty natural to where it sounds like Dave singing it, I'll just pass over that and leave that for someone that can do a better job on it. And I I find material that fits me. Uh, And the phrasing has to be pretty natural. And the feeling, uh, I have to like the story. But stylistically, I would say Flatten & Scruggs, uh, Stanley Brothers, uh, a little Jimmy Martin, um, Jim and Jesse McReynolds, uh, and the Virginia Boys uh, were a pretty big influence.
4: I don't do that
3: many of the Flattened scrugg songs, I do quite a few, but that style is uh, pretty much, uh, has been a big influence, and also the uh, Stanley Brothers, and really if I could sing like any bluegrass musician uh, that I uh, would choose, it would be Carter Stanley. I like his style of playing. My grandpa and uncles were all moonshiners, including uh, Uncle Shorty. And uh, they called it that good old Mountain Dew. He goes kind of like this.
4: Down the road there from me, there's an old holler tree where you live.
1: That was Dave Branscom, recorded on stage at the Ozark Folk Center in Mountain View, Arkansas. We heard Dave play Back to 1949, Dream of a Miner's Child, an old Carter family classic, You Are My Flower, and finish with Mountain Dew. After this break, Charlie Sandage will be explaining the origin of the Ozark Folk Center State Park. This is Ozark Highlands Radio.
7: 1963 to 1973, the decade when Mountain View's Arkansas Folk Festival on the third weekend in April was becoming an annual staple for visitors across the state and across the entire country, another regular musical event was becoming a popular, poorly kept secret. In preparation for the 1963 festival, local musicians began to gather for weekly practice sessions. They eventually got permission to use the large upstairs courtroom and the county courthouse, and the word soon spread that there was old-time music going on there every Friday night. Before long, the practice session turned into a weekly concert, and people began to drive in from around the state and beyond.
8: Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mississippi. Took a little bacon and we took a little beans And we met the bloody British near the town of New Orleans
7: The most visible face of the emerging Mountain View music scene Was Jimmy Driftwood Whose song, The Battle of New Orleans A nationwide number one hit for Johnny Horton in 1959 Had led to national recognition A prolific songwriter, homegrown folklorist And widely traveled entertainer Jimmy became a significant factor In Mountain View's growing reputation as a music town and in the long process that led to the creation of the Ozark Folk Center.
8: bullet in his gun. Old Hickory said he didn't give a damn. going whip the off Fired our guns and the British
7: Just as more and more folks in the community began to dust off their fiddles and join in the music, more and more business owners and citizens of all kinds began to get behind the idea of some kind of venue for music and crafts. And they began to follow the progress of plans and proposals that that seemed to change from year to year in scope. The prospects for funding sometimes seemed elusive. Tom Simmons was Mountain View's mayor during much of that time.
8: Time was dragging on and nothing was happening. And in the hopes of getting some publicity and whatnot, we just, I think there were three carloads of us drove up there. And we played music on the Capitol Steps in Washington, D.C. Wilbur Mills was there. Took Gathering was there. Uh, the people from EDA was there. The Washington Post covered us big time. In their magazine section, they get, they devoted a whole section to their magazine section, to the music in Mountain View and what we were trying to do, pictures of the group. So, you know, there was we did get a lot of publicity out of it, and it wasn't too long after that until we got money loose to start working.
7: The impromptu Capitol Steps concerts certainly attracted attention, but by 1970, with perseverance and in no small part political connections, in the form of U.S. House of Representatives Ways and Means Chairman Wilbur Mills, finally paying off. Another more diverse group of Mountain View performers went to DC as part of the Smithsonian Folklife Festival. One of the voices visitors to the Capitol Mall heard that summer, although admittedly more mature by now, can still be heard at the Ozark Folk Center today. Pam said, sir love
9: just as I The good times are past and gone. All the good times
7: are over. As with many publicly funded projects, delays, politics and frustrations ensued. But finally, on March 1, 1973, legislation was signed allowing the Ozark Folk Center to operate as an Arkansas State Park. Opening was set for the third weekend of April coinciding with the annual Spring Festival. Tom Simmons was appointed by the state park system to be the general manager, and although Mountain View musicians, now organized as the Rackensack Folklore Society, were ready to provide the music, and the Craft Guild offered a beginning pool of craftspeople, it was a race to the finish to put support staff into place and actually finish the facility, one of the more complex in the entire state park system.
8: And we had to put together people to run a full-time restaurant, a lodge with 60 units, uh, the, the craft area with its numerous buildings, and, of course, someone to do all the maintenance on all of that. And also we had contractors under our feet, trying to get the job done, because it still lacked a lot of work to be completed
7: from that time in 1973 the ozark folk center has opened its regular season at festival time in april offering visitors a glimpse into the traditional ozark folk life of the late 19th and early 20th century in that spring of 1973 the center launched what may be the usa's longest running public continuous live programming of traditional American string band and ballad-style music. A later segment of this series will focus on the crafts program at the Ozark Folk Center and will be guided through it by its director, Jeanette Larson.
5: And this is a place where you can come in and find what connects to your heart, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, watching a... Uh, a a beautiful little form come out of a block of wood and seeing how that happens. Or whether it's sitting down at that loom and discovering the feel, that whole body feel of making cloth unfold in front of you. So that's, you need to just take the time, relax, enjoy and experience this part.
7: But from the craft grounds, through all of the center's workshops and interpretive programs, the visitor will move to the sound of music that seems to have grown out of the rocky soil of the Ozarks. From ancient melodies, to yesterday's songs, Oh, we used
6: to go to church on Sunday when the wagon was new.
7: and fiddle tunes guaranteed to induce an urge to rise out of your seat and dance, whatever your age or personal
2: style.
1: Not only is Dave Branscombe a fine singer and musician, he also regularly MCs the music programs at the Ozark Folk Center, as well as the bluegrass festivals held in Mountain View each spring and fall. When Dave sings the old songs, you can tell that it comes straight from the heart. For him, music is a labor of love.
4: There's a place dear to me where I'm longing to be But my friends at the old country church There with Mother we went and our Sundays were spent but my friends at the old country church, precious, precious years yes, of
2: memory. Oh what,
4: oh, what joy, joy they bring joy to, to me! How I love. I built at that old country church They're my savior above For this wonderful love Save my soul at the old... They're grave near the old country church, and sometimes I may rest near the ones I love best. They're my friends at the old country church. Precious Precious years of memories, memories. oh what joy joy they bring to me.
3: Stanley Brothers, Carl and Ralph, uh, did not consider for a long time, they didn't consider their music to be bluegrass, they called it mountain music. And it was very much in the uh, bluegrass uh, uh, genre, or had that sound, but they just referred to it as mountain music, because they grew up over in the mountains in the Carolinas, uh, where that music uh, had been around for hundreds of years. Uh, and much of it really came here from the old countries.
4: My Bible for the roadmap. The children of Israel used it too. They crossed the Red Sea of destruction. For God was there to see them through. My last stop is every some sweet day. They tell me what to do that way
3: has generated a new interest in old-time string band music. Because some of the bluegrass bands that, uh, like myself, for instance, when I was doing strictly bluegrass festivals, uh, as I said, Grandpa Jones had taught me a little bit about Fralin. I wouldn't say that I play just like him, but he spent three hours with me one Saturday afternoon in his shop down here in Mountain View, and I feel privileged to have had that time with him. But I would incorporate Fralin banjo and play things like Eight More Mile to Louisville good old Mountain Dew uh, would have stories, funny stories to tell to set up some of these songs. So, uh, and several of the other bluegrass acts, even national acts, uh, have roots in old time music. And if they they bring just a little of that into their show, uh, I think that has generated a new interest in old time music. Thank you very much, folks. Thank you for putting
4: up with me. There's a place I love to go way back in the hills to quench my thirst at Jimmy Simpson still. No better place. reach for a jug of good old mountain dew. The clouds roll away and the sun shines again when I open up my mouth and let the moon shine in. Open up your mouth and let the moon shine in. Just a little taste of it will make you grin. You'll be flying higher than a bird.
1: you just heard four more songs from Mountain View, Arkansas musician Dave Branscombe. The Gospel Classics, The Old Country Church, and Using My Bible for a Roadmap, The Plantation Shuffle, and my personal favorite, Let the Moon Shine In. I sure hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Be sure and tune in next week for more great music and folklore from the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. Until then, have a great week. I'm Dave Smith. Bye, folks.
0: Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974, and by Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. More information online at ArkansasStateParks.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar. ¶¶